This is We Are Netflix. Netflix employees talking about work and life at Netflix. As a person of color, I've always been in the low percentage of people working on movies, and it's always been my desire to get more of us in the door. And I've just never had an opportunity like this where the door was open and they said everybody's welcome. We've spoken a lot on this podcast about our push to create a more inclusive environment inside Netflix among our own employees. But our efforts don't stop there. We're also working to promote representation beyond the company walls, among the many outside teams we work with. For instance, the crews that help create our film and television productions. Traditionally, the hiring of those crews has been largely based on existing relationships. Producers tend to hire people they already know and have worked with in the past. That can lead to a closed network and a lack of diversity. If you're not already part of the club, it can be hard to break in. Helping underrepresented groups get a foot in the door is the goal of a new program at Netflix called ION. It stands for Inclusion Outreach Network, and it's all about expanding networks and building new relationships, connecting producers with a broader, more diverse pool of talent, and creating more opportunities for film and television professionals who've been excluded in the past. I'm Lyle Troxell, and on this episode of We Are Netflix, we'll learn about ION from a leader and creator of the initiative, Noel Green. Noel is a director in our original studio film physical production team. She works closely with line producers who plan productions and hire crews. We started by having Noel describe Ion and its mission. All of our shows globally, we probably employ thousands and thousands of people every year. And historically, in the film world, the same people get hired over and over again. And then they build a network of people that come up under them and they hire them over and over again. And there's not a lot of diversity in the history of filmmaking, not a lot of culture and diversity on the crews that are making the movies. So we are in the middle of doing a study to see how many diverse people we have on our shows, but the percentage is very low. And we can see that from our position when the producer is hiring the crew, it's normally not a very culturally mixed crew. And our mission with our diversity group is to connect more line producers to more inclusive people so we can start to diversify our crews across the board. Why this become a mission? We were at an offsite several years ago and our leader said at the offsite, let's think about things that could make a bigger impact at Netflix. What can we do in our power at this global company to make a huge difference. And all these groups formed, and there was a safety team that wanted to do more safety protocols for our movie. And there was sustainability that wanted to get into more of, how can we make our um, productions more green? And then there was another group that I was in that said, we don't have enough diversity and inclusion on our shows. How can we make a difference worldwide? And that's where ION spawned out of. What's it stand for? Inclusion, outreach, network. You said that it's about the process of how the industry works in some ways, where a person gets a job and they use the people that they've worked with before and hire them on. Is that is that why the structure is the way it is? Yes. Traditionally, um, there's also a lot of nepotism and there's a lot of family members. So uh, Joe may be a key grip on a movie and he hires the same team and then he starts to hire his kids and his kids um, pull from the same pool of people. 
And it just yeah. becomes this vicious cycle where they never really dip outside of that group of people. And is that kind of because of the short duration you work on a film for a year and then you work on another one and all the people are gone and have to be rehired? So it's very hard to do that process, yeah? Yes, we may be on a movie or the crew, I should say, may be on a movie for three to six months. And towards the end of the movie, you're already worrying about who will be the crew on the next movie. And it's a very fast turnover and it's very cyclical and it's easiest to just go back to the same people you hired and say, you want to do the next show and the next show versus taking the time to stop, look at your crew, uh, see the lack of diversity and make adjustments to make it more inclusive. Okay, so you have this offsite, you kind of get interested in this topic, you start seeing some obvious, well, this is the problem we have. This is one of the re problems we have. How do you start tackling that problem? How do you, what do you do? Well, the key word for me, and I've been saying this from inception, is connection. You can talk to producers from any country, any area about inclusion, and the first thing they say is, I would love to be more inclusive, but I don't know anybody. And so I, I focus on connecting diverse crew to these line producers and helping them bridge that gap. So the first thing that we did was we went out and we sought out all the people that we know that are working in freelance that are diverse. And there is a lot of people. There's a pattern where I'll use black film for an example. Black crew members tend to get pigeonholed into black films. So you do black film after black film after black film. Black films normally aren't in the higher budget range. They're in the lower budget range. So you have people working in the bigger budget range saying, I don't know anybody. I don't have a pool I can pull from because they aren't working in the same worlds. I'm trying to bring all these worlds together into one epicenter and get everybody to be working with everybody, no matter what your background is. Okay. So what kind of events, what kind of things have you done? The first thing we did was we created a database and it's called IFD, which stands for Inclusion Freelance Database. We started out grassroots and the idea was let's build a list. So every time we talk to a producer and he says, I don't know who to go to, we turn to him and say, oh, we have this database here. We can offer this to you. It started off with about 200 people, very grassroots. We were just pulling from contacts that we know Today, we, we have over 2,500 names on the database. Wow. And when we do start up each show, um, if we talk to producers about diversity, we now have a tool that we can give, give them to use as a hiring resource. Noelle, when you're describing this database, it sounds like what you're trying to do is kind of fight the status quo and the old boys club, if you will, around film. How, how do you decide who goes in to this database Yes, you are 100% right. We are trying to break up the good old boys club. We are bringing in people of color, LGBTQAI, disability, anybody who has not had a seat at the table before. And is that different by area? Great question. We, as ION, have um, about 10 or 15 different regional teams and so I'm part of the UCAN team, and we focused on the UCAN region. When I talked to Paris about the IFD, the first thing the Paris exec said to me is, Noelle, it looks very different here. I know, in, I know in the States, it's very cultural. It's people of color. Here in Paris, it's more women. So we have execs in each region determining what diversity means for their culture or for their region. For the UCAN, for us, it's people of color. It's LGBTQAI, it's disability. 
I mean, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to strengthen diversity of the people that work on the shows. So every region, the lack of diversity is going to be different depending on that region. You keep on saying you can, that's U.S. and Canada, right? Yes. Okay, so the database sounds like a great resource for people that are already kind of aware, the line producers are aware that they want to increase and improve the diversity on their team. Um, what other things are you, are you working on? We're having um, networking events as well. And so we had a networking event in March of 2019, and we called it the Freelance Crew Networking Event. And we invited three different parties. We invited underrepresented freelance crew, department heads and under. We invited Netflix executives and hiring positions, so managers or above. And then we also brought in working line producers, not just producers that work on Netflix shows, but industry-wide. We brought all three parties in and we all got on stage. We had a lot of VP and high-level executives attend and come on stage and talk about the importance of Netflix in front of the screen and behind the screen. And that went on for about an hour. And then the second hour of the event was a mixing event. So at each table, we had several people from each of those parties and we would give them 20 minutes. It was like it was like speed dating. So they yeah. had about 20 minutes at the table, eight people. They all introduced themselves. They gave a little bit of the background. We put blank cards and pens in the middle of the uh, table so they could swap information. Um, and then they moved around probably five, six, seven times. The event was supposed to end at 9.30. At 11 o'clock, we were pushing people out the door. And we sent out a survey to all the crew members who had attended, almost all of them replied. And through that survey, we learned that 5% of the people who attended were offered a job that night. And about another 30% felt like they had made connections that would lead to future jobs and, and break them into the bigger commercial studio world that they were trying to get into. Were most of these people already working in the industry? Yes. In fact, the work that I'm doing is not so much trying to pull people up that don't have experience in the industry and try and get them in. What I'm doing is taking current talent that is stuck in a corner and pulling them into the mainstream world. And besides the survey results and that kind of thing, have we seen um, an impact on our productions or is it too small to see that yet? It's too small to see it yet. And we're also we're trying to build an internal tool where we can track diversity on our shows so we can see how we're helping move the needle. What kind of personal antidotes have you gotten? Have you, besides the you know, percentage and stuff, have you gotten that this is working from people? Well, I'm doing a current event now called Virtual Connections, and it's been going on for about a month. I have been calling producers to say, if you met anybody you're interested in, what do you think? I'm getting great feedback from producers saying that everyone I've met so far is somebody that's plug and play that I could hire on my next show. So I'm hearing good things. I'm waiting for the production world to resume a little bit more um, after COVID to see how we're really doing. And I'm assuming the virtual connections are uh, Zoom meetings, hangout meetings, things like that, online, similar format. Yeah. Virtual connection is the big initiative that ION is doing this year. Um, As far as connecting producers and freelancers together, It's a 20-minute video chat where, once again, we invite one person from each of the three parties, a Netflix exec, a producer, and a crew member. And we do a 20-minute chat introduction where they get to know each other. 
And it's been a lot more effective than the bigger events because they have more concentrated one-on-one time where they can get to know each other. And really, the producers are remembering people more. It's leaving more of an impression in their minds. Since people aren't working on productions right now because of COVID, they have time for these meetings, uh, maybe unlike other times in, in the world. Have you seen an uptake in interest? Absolutely. I almost called the event Seize the Day because people are sitting home. I emailed when I first started the initiative, I think I emailed 30 producers and I heard back from 20 in one day. Um, They were engaged and excited about the idea of DNI and they are also sitting at home. They're busy, busy, busy people that have nothing to do right now and want to fill their time with productive things. And so they see this is very valuable. DNI is, of course, diversity and inclusion. Yes. Because Netflix doesn't like funnel through one person that does DNI. How do we structure it such that people know that they're empowered to work on this? It's the culture. It's the freedom and responsibility part of the culture that if you see there's a space that needs improvement, go for it. Netflix is constantly encouraging you to think outside of the box. I've been in the business for 25 to 30 years, and I've never felt so encouraged to make a change in inclusion. Your title doesn't have inclusion and diversity in it. How do you know that that's something you want to work on? And how do you find the time to make sure that this project can move forward? As a person of color, I've always been in the low percentage of people working on movies. And it's always been my desire to get more of us in the door. And I've just never had an opportunity like this where the door was open and they said, everybody's welcome. You need experience. Um, You know, you need to be qualified. But there weren't barriers that I've experienced in the past. I don't think I answered your question. Sorry. No, I think that's actually a really good answer. And that's because of our culture where you are empowered to do what's best for Netflix, if you will, whatever that you see that is. How is this? How is how do you translate this as good for Netflix? I always say the more ingredients, the better the flavor. Uh, So if you're only putting vanilla in, it's not going to taste as good if you put a little cayenne pepper and (laughs) some other (laughs) flavor in the mix, too. I, I also think that just more ideas are brought to the table and um, different perspectives are brought to the table. And I think that you get a wider purview through a bigger group of people with different differing opinions. And you're not alone. I mean, that that is definitely a sentiment and a kind of a mission we have at Netflix to we make content for the world. We want everybody in the world making the content. So that, yes. that does seem aligned really well. Yes. And that's where ION came together. There was about five or six of us based in LA. And uh, we started out very small. And we started out with a seminar um, regarding DNI and then moved on to networking events. But now we have partners in ION in Brazil making a difference on the ground there and in London and in Paris and in Amsterdam, and in India, and in a couple more of our regional offices as well. Well, congratulations on it on it getting large enough to make impact. Thank you. There's a lot of passionate people out there on this subject. So it's been a really well-received organization. I, I feel like I'm going to do a disservice by not saying, well, what about the people that are, are inexperienced and they want to get into this industry? Do you have a, a good answer for that? Yes. So Inclusion Outreach Network stands for three different things. Inclusion was originally based on having more inclusive conversations and seminars around diversity. Outreach 
was to build outreach programs for younger people that are inexperienced that want to learn about the business and how to get into the business. And then the networking group was built around, let's seek out the people that are already working in the business that just need to be connected to the mainstream world. And so have you been tackling outreach? I oversee pretty much the networking side, but there is a group that has been overseeing the outreach division. So thank you for talking about ION, the networking, and and doing this project. I'm, I'm very curious to see how our numbers change over time. For people that are industry experts and you know, people of color or underrepresentative groups in different areas, I should say, how do they get added to this network? Is it self-assigned or do you have to be nominated? What, how do you get in? It's mostly just through networking right now and referrals. So the requirement is that you do need to have worked on two or three shows so that you have experience and you're um, attractive to producers. You're not someone that needs to be trained. And then also, if you're applying for a union position, you need to be in the union already so that you're, quote unquote, plug and play. And if you fit those two requirements, we will add you to the list. And mostly it's been through referrals within the company and outside the company as well. So I've had producers call uh, me up and say, I just finished a show and there was a great group of people that are underrepresented and you should add them to your IFD. And we'll go into IMDB, we'll double check that they have the experience, and then we'll add them to the list if, they're, if they are qualified. Well, you mentioned that you have a long history in the industry. Have you, in that time, done other diversity work uh, while you've been working um, in production? I've always done diversity work, but it was always at a much smaller scale. So I mentored a lot of people throughout my career, underrepresented people maybe two, three, four people at a time. But since I've come to Netflix and we started up ION, now I have the opportunity to help hundreds of people at a time, much bigger scope and higher scale. What was your, uh, prior to being like the the role you have now, what did you do in the first production that you worked on? I was an assistant to a line producer on a show that shot in San Francisco And being in that position, it gave me exposure to what all the different departments do. And I loved being in that position where you were overseeing the bubble, the production. Making the whole thing happen. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, one final question for you, if you don't mind. What are you currently watching? I am watching Power with Jamie Foxx, which is an original studio film, which is a really great action film. And so was The Old Guard, which was the last one. Yes. Yes. And before that so extraction, good. we're on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> You're proud of our content. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Noelle Green, thank you so much for joining me for We Are Netflix. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. We Are Netflix is hosted by Lyle Troxel. He's a senior software engineer at Netflix. You can keep up with We Are Netflix on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. To learn more about careers at Netflix, go to jobs.netflix.com.